Hello, hey. everybody. Welcome to the I Don't Know podcast. I am your host with the most, Jordan, and here I am here today with my co-host and co-worker, Joshua Eubanks. And um, today we got a pretty good episode in store for you today. Today we will be talking about just in terms of musical artists, specifically rappers, what makes an artist quote unquote fake deep and what makes an artist corny. Um, it's a good conversation that we've had actually a couple times outside of this. And yeah. I think y'all will genuinely enjoy this. We have a lot to talk about. Also, peep the new mic. Peep it. Uh, I'm going to try and get a black windscreen for that one. The green is not. That's not hidden. Yeah, no. It don't, it don't match, man. But, uh, anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening slash watching. Um, we appreciate it so much, and let's get into this. But you already know where we start off first today with the album of the week. Yeah, and for for those of you who aren't watching the YouTube, just so you know, like if you were to start watching it, we have a visual here of the the album behind us. Yes, you're missing out on some great set pieces that we add into oh, our yeah. amazing illustrious studio that it's you should totally come look at the greatest production you've ever seen in your yeah. entire life right i'm i'm getting used to looking up there this is different yeah but the i feel kind of bad because last time that like people kept pointing out that i would just stare at the camera and like look into it their soul yeah that yeah yeah and especially in the clips where i like <laughs> highlight and i also yeah. look mad all the time i don't know how to fix that honestly. it's a I'm rbf very, you can't help it i'm very just, sorry but i promise he's happy i promise he's happy i am very excited to be here yes yes all right guys so today um cry <laughs> today with the album of the week or this week with the album of the week we have logic's uh, no pressure. Yes, sir. The sequel to his first album, Under Pressure. Yes. Um, and what was supposed to be his final studio? Well, I guess, I guess it probably still is his final studio album because I'm assuming the one after this was a mixtape, correct? Yeah. So his final studio album at the moment. Um, you know, he claimed to be retiring after this. Um, but he's still making music actively. Well, I mean. What what dictates an album as a studio album? It being made in a studio is what dictates it as being a studio, well, then a studio the, album. His last two albums are also studio albums in that aspect. And, studi- and it also... They just weren't released under like a label label. They're, he uses his label now. And, and a studio... What makes a studio album... That's kind of a... It's a weird term because it is. I don't like it. Any anything that's a official LP that's a part of the main discography of an artist um, is a studio album. Anything. So, uh, for example, uh, I would say something like Jack's. This is going to be completely off uh, topic here, but Jack Stauber's uh, Food Pop Pop Food yeah. is a studio album, but he made that in his room. 
it's still a studio album. It's his first, but it's because it has the length. It's his first official, I think. I think if you, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. his first because he also has a. The other one, I can't remember no, I the think, name of. I think the one with Buttercup on it was his first album. Yeah, that's Food Pop, yeah, or Pop Food. I can't remember which direction. It's mm. Food Pop or Pop Food. Damn. I, no, uh, I can't. I don't remember either. And I love, dude, I love Jack Stauber. He's a huge fan. I'm thinking of a different album when you say that. that that's what Buttercup is on. Same with uh, OK Cloma. OK Cloma. I... I I think people just call it Oklahoma, but it's like it has a space. It's so I say Oklahoma. Okay, because that, that's the name of the song. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. off off of Jack Stauber, back to this album. Um, this is going to be another one of those cases where Josh is way more familiar with this album than I am. Um, I'm not too familiar with this. I listened to it when it came out. Well, and if you want an album you're more familiar with, then why don't you bring one of your vinyls? Okay, well, I'll bring one of my vinyls, but it's it, we both have very when it comes to our like albums that we like we know and by heart and listen to faithfully, it seems to be very different. It seems to yeah. be we listen to a lot of the same music and genre and artist, but when it comes like, to albums, albums yeah. it's just not the same. Because I mean, I don't think you would know or have as much knowledge on any of the albums I have as much as I do. Besides maybe my Panic ones, I think that would be about it. Because I have um, Flower Boy. You do you know a lot about Flower Boy? I'm, the only song that I know is on there is "See You Again." Yeah, and then. Um, you know the Michael Jackson albums I have. I have Thriller and uh, um, I like Michael Jackson. I've never listened to a full album. And Dangerous I have as well. And then, um, oh man, I got I got a good one. I, I'm gonna we gotta we gotta get Blurry Face on here. I have it. That's perfect. I have that in a vinyl too. But wait. Well, I thought you said that was your wife's. Well, technically it is, but it, we're married. Well, so. you don't have to bring that one because I have it. Obviously, I know. <laughs> it's also her, her, hers is disheveled and fucked up really bad because she got it when she was a kid. So yours is in good condition, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's fairly new. Yeah. So anyway, um, as I said, this will be more of him. I'm going to kind of let him take the floor with it and I'll add my opinions in between. Um Josh, if you would like to. Okay. I have one really weird complaint to start off with. Is that uh, Soul Food 2 has two parts to it. And at the end, like the, the second half, but it's really not the half. It's more like a fourth of the song. It starts talking about... uh. I guess it was a cutout from the Ultra 85 album he was going to do. And it's that's like a continuation of the Incredible True Story, I think. Don't quote me on that. Because I haven't listened to that album. And I don't really know what Ultra 85 was supposed to be. But it's a space-themed part of the song. Where they're talking about this ship called Aquarius 3. But then the next track after that is named Aquarius 3 
and it has nothing to do with the ship at all. It sounds more like he swapped those two and got them confused. Like <laughs> that part of that song was supposed to be where the other half of Soul Food Two goes. And see, as you can see, I have no idea about anything he was just talking <laughs> about. Um, I can't even add. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have, I have no idea. But I don't. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my opinion short and sweet. Um, I listened to this when it first came out, and I'm gonna be honest. I listened to it with malicious intent because I was hearing that Logic was retiring, and out of pure, I guess. Maliciousness. I don't know how else to put it. I was hating. I listened to this album front to back because I was like, you know. Yeah, he's going to quit the music industry. Yeah, so I was like, good. Uh, let me listen to this shit. At least this will be the last time I have to listen to Logic. I'm not a fan of him. Um, and I really don't dislike him like I act like I do. It's just funny to act like you uh, you don't like Logic. I don't know what it is. It's all over the internet. I think it's hilarious. Making fun of him talking about being biracial all the time. It's comedy. It's peak. But I I genuinely don't hate the man, and I don't hate his music, and he's a great he's a great rapper, like a great storyteller. Uh, it's just his music's not for me. Um, it's a little on the nose, no subtlety. Um, and what I'll get into later when we end up going on the main topic of the podcast is it's just it's just a, it's just a bit corny. It's it's, it's a bit corny. Um, his good songs are really good. His bad songs are really bad, and all the other ones are forgettable in my opinion. Um, he doesn't have enough presence on his own songs to stand out to me. He's just a guy. A guy. But yeah, I, I and I I guess that's kind of his appeal almost. Is he kinda he kinda he doesn't have this like glitzing glamour persona or he doesn't talk about these kind of things. And it's kind of his appeal because he's just like a guy that raps, you know? It it's kinda works for him and his aesthetic and it makes you feel closer to him as a fan. I don't, that's not for me. That's, I'm not, I talk to normal guys every day that can rap. I can rap and I don't, you know, not as good as Logic. Like, I'm not saying that, but I, you know, it's just not for me. It's just not my thing. Um, and I, I personally don't think he's that good in terms of just, just sonically. And on this album, I remember from when I last listened to it, not counting, I listened to a few songs before we started the podcast, but the last time I played it front to back, I remember like in my head like this isn't that bad that's what I thought I was like I was really kind of I kind of feel bad for being so mean because this wasn't that bad that's how I felt um when I first listened to this front to back and then even when I went back and just listened to like the two or three songs I just listened to neither of them were bad um still no subtlety not a lot of uh metaphors just straight up telling you how he feels on a mic with rhyming and it's while it's not bad it's just it's not you know it doesn't challenge me it doesn't move me in any way exactly nothing wrong with it um my final thought my final overall of this album which is still kind of skewed because i haven't listened to it fully in years i'm get, I, it's probably like a five for me just straight average that's what I think. I think, and I and and I've also listened to most of um, Mr. Bobby's uh, discography. I listened to uh, the Bobby Tarantino joints. I listened to um, 
What was the one we were talking shit about earlier? What was it called? Hmm? The bad one. The really bad one. Oh, well, there's one even worse than that. Are you talking Just about so you know. Are you talking about Bobby Tarantino 3? Yes. Oh my lord. What a stain <gasps> on his career. Especially on Bobby Tarantino. That that's one of the be- that, that that could have been honestly one of the best trilogies in rap i and i'm saying that f- with full confidence because bobby tarantino one and two were both very good uh, very good in yeah. terms of all together the third one oh my gosh that i feel like that album tied with the album we were talking about earlier killed logic's career like actually murdered it like every like in terms of this mainstream like appeal mm. it just it, it, it chance the rapper him like <laughs> hard not saying it, he fell off or anything like that but it his mainstream appeal was being known as the guy who talks about being biracial okay. all the time i don't like that he did it with bobby tarantino three right but i do know for a fact he did it on purpose there's no he there's no way he made it bad because he just made it bad he wanted that shit stain on the legacy of Def Jam because that was his last album for Def Jam. That's a, he he got out of his deal by putting that out so that he could make his independent music. Okay, I did not know that. I just learned something. Um, I don't as I said, don't know a lot about Logic. I knew he was on Def Jam and I knew he left Def Jam, but I didn't know it was on bad terms. Yeah, he, I mean, he talked about it on Bobby Tarantino 2 and this album. Def Jam just was not cutting it for the last few years. It's not even just him, though. So many people have had bad experiences with Def Jam. It's because, like I said, what do we need Jay-Z for? (laughs) Look, look, man, I'm telling you, so many people. It's it's a lot of people who have had bad experiences with Def Jam um, and... Just, I think Logic, uh, I hate that that had to happen in his career, you know? I hate that he had to kind of, because it happens, I mean, we see it, you know, Frank Ocean did the same thing when he dropped, um, uh, I think it was, God, what was that album called? The one before Blonde, he dropped to get out Orange. of his. No, 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 in between those two. See, I don't I don't, I don't listen to a lot. I don't either. His catalog. So. Yeah, um, but he dropped an album that was purposely worse, which was still it was still widely acclaimed, but it was worse than his other two projects on purpose to get out of his deal. Yeah. And we see it. I've seen it with Little Uzi Vert uh, when he was getting out of his EXO. I think it was EXO. He was getting out of that deal, um, and just a whole bunch of things that you see, uh, uh, you know, artists being forced to drop lackluster projects to get out of shitty deals and that's why I will always support being an independent artist over anything all the time yeah and that's why I'm glad that my one of one of my favorite artists Kodak he refuses to go label side look I'm telling you I'm telling you you gotta it's I'm telling like, you it's not worth the notoriety or whatever it, it will get you it's just not no and especially nowadays with how easy it is to gain notoriety you don't need a label 
because you can do everything yourself. There are so many independent people. You can get people. You can pay people to do music videos, art for you, mix, mastering. You can do all of that yourself, even promotion. If you want a manager, that makes sense. Yeah, bro. You don't need a label behind you. you Labels all, are there to take your money. You get all that shit on Fiverr. Yes. No, yes, actually, sir. like dead ass, like seriously. Yeah, I wasn't joking when I said it. It just sounded like I was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, back to the album once again. Um, I want to hear your final thoughts. Just wrap it up. Well, you don't have to. I'm not rushing well, you or anything, but um, just, yeah. I mean, all I really have to say is that I don't know. I don't know what it is about this album. I'm pretty sure plenty of other people would disagree with me, but this is my favorite in his catalog. It's one of I. I don't know. You said I might be changing my opinion on you said it. his whole catalog. Like yeah, of all his albums. Yeah, that's your favorite. Like the only thing that ties with it is Bobby Tarantino too. I think his best album is uh, Under Pressure, personally. I think that's his strongest rap performance and just in general where he shines the most. He he sounds hungry. That's how I'll put it. On that album, he sounds hungry. Like he's, you know, he's trying to prove himself. And then the rest of them, he kind of, you know. And then I would even put, I'd put Bobby Tarantino 1 over 2. But that's your opinion. I'm not, you know. And you're way more of a Logic fan than me. So please, guys, listening, take his opinion into account over mine because I'm not I'm not an expert on this topic. Ask me about Panic and uh, Tyler the Creator. Not this. This is not for me. Yeah, I don't know. I I get what you're saying. Like, it under pressure probably did, like, bring out some things in Logic that you prefer. But... <laughs> Just the fact that, like, this album details his his whole career. Like, this is like, it's like his baby, basically. And he even talks about his kid on it. So, it is, that's, that's also his baby. He do but, talk about his kid. I remember that, too. But I remember like, that. He's basically just saying, you know. He he now realizes that all the things that he went through to get at this point in life, fame-wise, like, it wasn't as worth it as it would have been just making music to make music rather than to get something out of it. Because he was like... Facts. It's getting... He said some bar about it being... It's getting harder... To write lines when you're like trying to appeal to your audience rather than just saying what you want to say. Yeah, that's true. And he's like, I wish we could just take it back to the basement. And that's what his newer albums are kind of doing. Because now that he's on his own independent label, you know, he gets just just to chill and make make beats and songs in his own studio at home yeah and that's one thing i can say um about logic um despite all of the negative things i say about him one thing i can respect is the dude respects the art he definitely respects the art he is an artist before he is a rapper 
He is an artist. He respects the game. You can even tell by some of the features on his newest mixtape. You know, people like RZA and, you know, old, older cats that are on there that are part of the game that are, he looks up to, that he puts on his stuff, that respect him because he's a respected person in the space. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, a lot of the features that he does have are people he looked up to while he was listening to music growing up. Right, so. like, obviously, you know, he has a he has the track with Eminem, you know, which debatably he doesn't like it. It's is one of his worst, but I still a lot of people liked it. I didn't. It wasn't it wasn't for me. Step up to the mic and it's a homicide more. Because you're in my balls, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so you know, I just realized that this the line that I said wasn't even on that song. Yeah, I didn't think so because the way you delivered it didn't sound like it was on that song. Because you remember mm-hmm. on that song they were, yeah. The whole I mean, it does sound a little bit corny, but I guess I'm just too white to care. A little bit. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look well, him. that was uh, speaking of corny. Let us segue into the main topic. Yeah, the main topic after 20 minutes of talking about yeah. nothing. <laughs> the main topic of this uh, podcast is going to be about, as we stated, what makes an artist corny or fake deep, and what artists are or and are or are not that. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start um, with a just a baseline opinion or not opinion a baseline uh, definition in my in my opinion of what I think it means. Um. So every corny rapper isn't fake deep, but every fake deep rapper is corny. I'm going to start that off by saying that because to be fake deep, that's corny as fuck. But being corny isn't being fake deep because you could it's not just a part of it. Yeah, it's not the subject matter that exact that makes, you know, a song corny because I'll put it like this. You compare I'll compare two. you have something like. Uh. Purple Pills by Eminem or even even I'm trying to think of a better example of his songs about I don't the, even remember that song it's it's a deep cut I'm not gonna hold you uh it's a deeper cut is it even on like it's on uh I don't remember what album it's on but it's on one of his main albums um not one of the popular ones but it's on one of his main albums uh by I'm trying to think. What's a song by M that's about depression? Like, just give me an example. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, Darkness off of Music to Be Murdered by the first one. Let's not go that uh, soon. Let's not go that new into Eminem's discography. I'm thinking Why? of. Why? I'm trying to think of a good one. I mean, but that is a good song. Just because, okay. Look, Revival and Kamikaze weren't good. I will admit that. Whoa, 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 time out. Kamikaze wasn't bad. Hey. Kamikaze wasn't bad. Kamikaze was not bad. It was, it was, it was, it was. Even M recognized that still wasn't the It was dumb. And I think, and here's, and you see, this guy that goes into the topic, him dropping that at his old ass age, being as solidified in the rap game as he is, was corny as fuck. Because you're on this fucking album talking about all these young kids 
that are in the rap game, it's, you sound bitter. You sound like an old man on the porch shaking his fucking fist at kids skateboarding because past your house. Because he is. Okay, but no one wants to hear a whole album of that. <laughs> Nobody. But the songs weren't bad. I can go back and listen to a couple of songs from Kamikaze. But Revival, um, whole. I didn't even listen to that album. Holy shit. And I won't ever I in did. my life. I did. And let me tell you why. My When that album came out, my teacher in one of my classes played me that one song that was talking about the Las Vegas shooting on there, which I like that song. That's a good song. That's that song's not on the album. Revival? I'm pretty sure it is. Darkness is on music to be murdered by. Darkness? That's the song. Oh, you're right, because that was where Godzilla is, and that was the... Okay. Yes. My my brain is I skewed. I be lonely yeah. darkness. And it's time I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Let me take back what I Revival said. Revival is Walk on Water with fucking Beyonce. There was a whatever. song... Well... Someone played, I think it was a teacher that played a song from that tape, and he was like, this is going to be Eminem's best album. And then when it <laughs> dropped, it was his worst, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is Ed Sheeran on an Eminem album? Well, I mean, okay, first of all, he might have been, it was Rivers, is that the song you're talking about? Probably. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Because Ed Sheeran has been on two of his albums by now. Well, then it was Rivers. Ed Sheeran shouldn't have been on Revival. No one. Revival shouldn't have been made. Revival shouldn't have been released. Not only that, and this is crazy. This is coming from Eminem, who is like, I would say is not known for having great album covers. Even Revival's album cover sucks dick. (laughs) It's It's so bad. It's just the corny, faded out. American uh, Eminem really tapped into his Tom McDonald bag with that one. Oh my god, <laughs> that looks like some shit that Tom McDonald would do, bro. Like, but, but anyway, uh, you were saying that Revival and uh, Kamikaze were bad, and I'm guessing you were going on to say that Music to Be Murdered by wasn't. Oh well, no, <laughs> no, it was bad, but like, not 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 as bad though. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. <laughs> that caught me so off guard. You no, were just I like, like actually that fucking blue, but I act. I liked like half of it. That's about it. I can say that that album but is part least, two. Part two was his comeback. I can say that. I can say that music to be murdered by is leagues better than revival and kamikaze. Leagues, both of them, both parts are leagues better than revival and kamikaze. Features too. I mean. Yes, music to be murdered by part one is f- phenomenally better than revival, but it's still not a good album. It's not. M has not dropped an album over a six out of ten since. Uh, hey, what are you talking about? Relapse. You didn't like part two. I liked it. But Side it was, B. It was okay. It's mediocre. I couldn't name a song off of it off the top of my I'm head. I'm sad right now. now. Bro, and I'd like part one more. How? The Young M.A. joint. Godzilla. I don't even like Young Ma that much. What? What? Oh, man. Bro. Oh, okay. man. You got, uh, I love Young M.A., man. Dude, it's got, it's got so many more corny tracks on it than part two did. I wouldn't say so. 
I would have to go re-listen to them both because I really don't. The Ed Sheeran joint. They're unre- they're unrememberable, bro. My brain, I, I, they both exited my memory. The one about it, Marsh, Marsh, the one about him being an alien, and then stepdad, the one about him trying to oh beat his stepdad my God. up. Oh, I forgot. That. And then fucking the lynching gold. <laughs> like I, I like <sighs> here reminding me of that tape. Yeah. Fuck, I need to go back and listen to those again. But okay, okay, back back to like don't don't get me wrong. I'm just a super fanboy of Eminem, so I listen to those songs. And I like Eminem too, a lot. A lot, but I fell off of him after uh, Relapse. Relapse was when that was that was the last tape that I was like, Emis. I you if, didn't like Recovery though. I'm Recovery is what I meant. I hope that's saying the okay. wrong. Wrong album. But a lot of people shit, shit on Relapse because of all those stupid impressions he did. But I didn't mind it. Recovery? I, think, I like it. Recovery? If he would have never released another album after that, he could still be in GOAT conversation for me. If he would have just never made another uh, album ever again. But he fucking soiled his discography with one of the worst three album runs I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how you get, how you just do bad three times. And you, you also didn't like Marshall Mathers LP too? That's a mixtape. I wasn't counting that. How is it a mixtape if it's it is. an LP? It, it, it is though. It's a, it's a mixtape. Because the because fir- the first one was a mixtape, I'm assuming that one's also considered a mixtape. Because his first his first studio album was uh was the real the, it was the Slim Shady LP. Was it? Which and then Marshall Mathers came after that. I guess I'm. Oh God, dude. They're sh- called LPs for They a are. They are. They are. You're right. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm off. I'm now, off Now, the I'm Slim off. Shady EP that came out before the album, that would be a mixtape. The Slim Shady LP, too, is actually, I like it, too. Right, so, so Now, so you're let's, just saying things that don't exist. Okay. The Marshall Mathers LP, too, is what I meant. The Marshall Mathers LP, too. Up. Even no, but still, I still stand on that because the Marshall Mathers LP two had some shitty songs on it too. Some yeah. shitters. He started leaning more into that shittiness. But yeah, I but love like, the song Berserk and like, Rap God though. It so. had Kendrick on it though. It did have Kendrick <laughs> on it. Um, okay, back to the main point. I you know before we went off on that side tangent. So darkness. We're gonna use that as an example in this. So Eminem's. Okay. Darkness, which is a, a song about you know a school, uh, not a school shooting, uh, a mass shooting, at a um, concert. At a concert, it, it's about depression. That's like the main general theme. It's a depressing song. It's about depression. Compare that and the attitude towards that and the way the subject matter is handled to one eight hundred. But if, if you did want to use an older example, uh. As the world turns on the Slim Shady OP, that's pretty depressing too. Yeah, and then you could even really any <laughs> fucking most of Eminem's old songs that aren't his like ones where he's screaming, <laughs> any of them. Just like uh, you could even throw in a uh, like Mockingbird is almost there. Haley's song, 
all the ones where he's talking about his daughter and his relationship yeah. with Kim. Uh, Kim, uh, that fucking song. Uh, oh, that's not depressing. That's uh, angry. Terrifying is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I made Matthew listen to it the other day. He didn't know it. I was like, just what? He never. He no. He didn't know that. Song. How? I know, right? That song is burnt into my brain, bro. Blade, so bitch, many, so many more people know about Stan rather than Kim. Although I li- and I like. I think Kim, Kim is a better song. Yes, dude. Oh my god, I love that song, dude. It's crazy, but um, also the hook on there. Oh, oh, the hook on Kim is such a fucking banger. So wrong. Yes, sir. Bitch, you did me so wrong. That shit is hard. Okay, but anyway, so we're going to compare that to 1-800. Think the subject matters are similar. They're almost the same. It's about depression. But the way M goes about it and the way Logic go about it are different. It is the way you go about it. Also, lack of subtlety, and I say it, I'm saying it over and over. I'm going to repeat it. Lack of subtlety is the quickest way to become corny to me. Not being able to relay a message through a metaphor or a simile having to just straight up just say what you're not being able to code it in any form of anything no no like cool double entendre no metaphor like think of the like think of the lyrics of the hook of um uh, 1-800 i'm gonna i'm gonna be punching bad 1-800 even though i like that song it's gonna be my punching bag for right now think about it it's i don't it's i don't want to be alive I just want to die today. Uh, I've been on alone. Who can relate? Woo! Like okay, okay. You did say something about the woo. Kind of agree with that's you there. so fucking the terrible. I don't know why you would put it's the woo there. So bad. Like, but okay. On on the topic of, are you saying Logic doesn't have the skills to make no? It? No, because I that's and that is what makes me mad more than anything when you can. But he could, you, though. Yes. When you know that an artist is good and they can do these crazy things and they don't, they just make shit like and that. But that, could, that is that's what, not that wasn't the point of that song, though. It wasn't. But still do make, make good music. Don't purposely make bad music just because the purpose of the song was to not be, you know, subtle. Doesn't make it not bad. It's a I like the song, but it's a bad song. It's bad. It's like if I was depressed and I heard that, I would kill myself. It would make me kill myself. I would end my life right there. There's something wrong with you. They literally had to change the number of the suicide hotline because so many people got like they finally went and tried to get help because of that song and because it has the number and right. the name. But that doesn't mean... So obviously it did what it was intended to do. But that doesn't mean it evoked that emotion with... And and and, and outside of um, music, yes, it, it did its job. But if I'm talking about sonically, you, the whole point of the song is to... Your hair's on these fucking... It's probably my hair too. The whole point of the song is to relay the message of being depressed, being suicidal, and getting over it. It's sonically, and just the song, and the way he went about it with just the least amount of subtlety, just being fucking straight up, just 
that's not what that's it's not it's just not good because it shows it just it makes it seem like okay for, I'll put it like this I'll put it like this what what is if you're a rapper what is a better bar saying saying um I want to take a shotgun and put it in my mouth and blow my brains out or I'm so insane I want to blow my brain like Cobain the the second one is better. The second one's better, and it's not even close because the first one, there's nothing there. You're not giving me anything to sink okay, my teeth okay, into. You're okay. just I telling get- me flat out. You just okay, cool. But then when you lace it with just, and then you know who's perfect at this? Kendrick, because Kendrick has songs about depression, but they're laced within you know talking about the hood, and to an average listener, you're just hearing all the stories about the hood and. The hardships, and you're thinking it's a yeah, brag. to the average listener. But when you go in deep, when you go in deep and listen and listen to what he's talking about, he's talking about how the hood broke but, him down as a man and how mental health isn't studied enough in those areas and how black men are killing themselves all the time. If a message out to more wide variety of people, yeah, you don't want to do that because... People aren't going to go and take the time to dissect each lyric to get the message out of it. Right. Yeah. And it was meant to be a radio song. It was meant to be a pop song. Something that would blow up because it's simple. And Why are you dogging on the fact that it wasn't intricate and it wasn't the best <laughs> rap song of fucking all time in the goddamn universe? It was a pop song meant to spread the awareness Right for suicide prevention, you don't have to, yeah, not get help. Yeah, I agree. I and, and I see what you're saying. If you're gonna say it's a bad song because it wasn't a good rap song, that but then that, that's I don't. The, but that's the point. It makes it, it makes it corny. I'm not talking about the impact means little. When I'm talking about the 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 message, the song, the message of the song, and how it was relayed to my ears, it, what it did versus what what like i don't know how to put it because i don't but you're my point is you're you're facing the song in a direction that it wasn't meant to go in the first place well you're judging it as a bad song based on what you want from it not from what it well is well is music not subjective music subjective right and when i'm talking about music in my, you know. Okay, so and, in and your opinion, it is corny, but that doesn't make it corny. No, 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 no. And I don't, I don't expect anyone to have. You don't, Josh, 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 Josh. One thing you should know about me is I don't give a fuck what you think of my opinion or what my opinion does to you or how I don't. I'm not here to change your mind. This isn't fucking what's his name, uh, Stephen Crowder. That's his yeah. name, right? <laughs> That's not what this is. I'm just here explaining how the song made me feel. And as someone who is, you know, struggling with the issues that were spoken on in that song, how it may, and, and yes, it was a little OD for me to say that I was going to kill myself if I listened to the song because I liked the song, that I was just being facetious. But, but the point I'm trying to make is from no, when so I like the song, when I heard, well, I, I've been saying that I've been saying that I like the song. I like it. It's a it's an enjoyable pop tune, but it's corny as fuck. 
it's corny. Same. Let's let's hop off a of logic. Same with a song by Tom McDonald that I actually enjoy. Well, that's just because Tom McDonald's entire career is yeah, corny. Yeah, he, he's he's a cornball. But you know the song "Haters" by Tom McDonald. Semi. The they be hey and I think it's stupid funny that song. Oh yeah. That song is corny. It's corny as fuck. He literally even says it in the song that people call him corny. Little bit. But it sounds good. Um, That's what I was going to say. The message, even though the message, and here's another thing. That song, it does the same thing. There is no subtlety. He spends the entire song just literally spouting off how he is being hated on and in ways he's been hated on. Oh, we have, Yo! A, we have an intruder. Intruder alert. My guy. Are you going to go to <laughs> bed now? Tell him. Tell him. Stay packed or get clapped? Yeah. I don't think they heard that. Yeah. Stay packing or get clapped. That's what he said. Yeah, my roommate just came through. Yeah. Did they, he probably didn't even pick up on camera. No, no not from like, this angle. It's just us. We're the only thing it can see. It especially didn't pick up audio-wise. So, what you gonna do, my boy? My mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Patrick's mom, dude! Shout out Patrick's mom on the podcast, dude. <laughs> Never met her, but shout out. You know what I'm saying? Miss Kenda. Miss Kenda. Anyway, we're going to continue on like he never came in. Yes. So, but but that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. Um the lack of subtlety in that song and the way the subject matter was talked about because there are songs about people being hated on and stuff like that that are good, but they have a, you know, they tell it through a different lens, through a musical lens. If I wanted to listen to somebody just tell me about how they get hated on and how it's bad, I'd listen to a podcast or a TED Talk. I'm listening to music. <laughs> I want, you know, I want more. I want some girth, some metaphors, some similes, anything. Interesting flows, you know. When Don't get that from most corny artists. Now, when you're an artist who makes corny music... That doesn't necessarily mean you're bad. Being corny does not equal bad. Most of the time it does. Like it well, then, almost yeah, almost eight times out of ten it does. But like Logic's not a bad artist. Logic doesn't make bad music. It's there's some songs that he's made that are bad, but in general he's good. Like I I enjoy his music. I, I in general he's okay, he's fine. Um same with another person that gets brought up in this conversation a lot. Um, NF gets brought up a whole bunch when it comes to this. A whole bunch. Um, and I do. I think, I think you can make an argument for saying he's corny. I think he's less corny than Logic and Tom McDonald, if you want my humble opinion. But I think... The way he approaches subject matter, he does. He's a little more subtle. He's a lot more of a storyteller, you know. And um, you know, his his music also just sounds good, very grandiose. A lot of 
cool instrumentations, a lot of cool instrumentals. Huh? Can you can you like what? Don't don't shoo him away. I'm shooing him away <laughs> because if you're gonna say something, at least come over here and yeah, say t- it's in the mic. Take a mic out my hand. Say what you gotta say. But if you're gonna say something and not include it in in the content, then how are they supposed to know you said it? Yeah. If if it's related to what we're talking about. I was saying stuff to y'all, not for the podcast. I was saying stuff to y'all. That's different. I was talking you, what? I was talking to Drew. You were commenting on what he was saying for the podcast. I told him literally listen to his song story because uh, he was he mentioned it up with a storyteller. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, on the next episode of the, I don't know, podcast, Patrick and uh, Josh will be having a ladder match. <laughs> so, t- so tune in, tune in for that. Um, it will be good shit. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, NF does fall into that category a lot. And I think he's a little less than other people. But um, you can still make an argument for it, I think. You like NF. I was figuring you would have more to say about that than I uh, would. He confused me. So he confused you. I just like, like I, half the half the stuff you just said was not. You got to lock in, Josh. Out. Josh, you got to lock <laughs> in. I can't lock in when he's doing his bull. <laughs> go, go, beat him up. Go get up and beat his ass. Move to your room. Either either move to your room or come over here or twerk. and talk your shit. You can twerk too. Twerking is allowed if you want to do Please that. Please no. Actually don't. Don't do that. I know he d- we're not even going to repeat what that was. Cuz it was so out of line. But what I what I was just saying was that NF falls into that category a lot, but I don't think he's as corny as Tommy Donald or Logic personally. I really, mm-hmm. but the thing is, you don't think either of them are corny. What do you mean, either of them? Logic or uh, NF? You, 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 you think you? Then that's why we have such differing opinions on this because, I'm just just based off of the way you react when I mention that you, it makes me feel you don't like that word. You think it's kind of stupid. There's a stigma to it. Definitely. I think if it's used in a better context, I don't know. Any look, you the way you look at it makes a little more sense, but anytime someone sticks a corny label on somebody, it's for the internet, it's automatically a negative thing. And yeah, and I but it but it is like it is negative though. You, it definitely you, is. You slap that label on them, and then that's all they become. A quote-unquote corny rapper. You don't, like, you put that label on them for specific things that they do and not for their general career. Yes. 
unless it they are generally cor- generally corny. Which Tom McDonald? Yes. he deserves that. Tom McDonald, Dax, he deserves. Thank that. you. Oh my God, I was just gonna say but, Dax. You read my mind. Who? But it's like logic and F. You know who they, else? You know who they else? They don't necessarily deserve that because they actually like put time and effort into their yeah. career. And um, most of their music is good. There's this one rapper. And I cannot. They don't remember. give radio plays for not for nothing. Right. Sorry, you're you're good. You're good. I've been interrupting you this whole time. So <laughs> there's there's this one rapper I can't remember the name of, and he is textbook cornball, and I mean the corniest rapper ever to exist. And I can't remember his name, but he made that song "Death to Mama Rap." Oh, I can't remember his name. Hawes? Is it Hawes? Like H A W E S? Is that his name? What? The guy's name that made that "Death to Mama Rap" song. Luke Hall. Gone. Luke Gone. Uh, that's what it G-A-W-N-E. is. G-A-W-N-E. He is the corniest fucking rapper oh God. of all time. He's worse than Tom McDonald. And it, it's be, you want me to tell you what it is? What makes him such a cornball is he is such a Eminem meat writer. Like, I have <laughs> never met, an, I've never seen another human being. Not, not only is he copying M. He's copying the worst version of Eminem. Okay, but what really sucked is Tom <laughs> made that song on the M beat, dissing him. It was just cornier than anything he's ever done before. I think the corniest thing he's ever done is make his political rap. But, you know, that song, no, him and, uh, is it is it him and Hobson or him and Dax? That made the one song where they kidnapped a bunch of people. I have no clue. Dude, it's so... No, the song with Tom McDonald and Dax is so bad. It is so fucking terrible. It is so garbage. It is so bad. Tom's just over there like Trump power and then Dax is just going to be like, I used to scrub toilets. Yes, I used to be a janitor man and a flannel man a good man. It, and you know what's crazy? And this and this is this is harkening back to what I said. There are good Tom McDonald songs, and there are good Dak songs. They exist, and I'm not even talking about haters. Like genuinely good songs. There is one song by Tom McDonald I don't remember the name of that is good, like really good. And same with Dax. Dax has some good fucking songs, and they can both clearly rap. They just choose to purposely make. The cornballiest, lamest music <laughs> of all time on purpose. And Dex is just a scummy person on top of that. Yeah. Yep. Scam, uh, stole verses, you know, doesn't respect the culture. Um, now, another thing I did want to dive into is Canadian. My, That's a bad thing, too. Yeah. No. Terrible. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, another thing I wanted them, uh, no, them, uh, actually, my favorite comedy duo of all time is Canadian, so. Them Canadiggers. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a, a slur nah, for can, can, a Canadian people. So we already had the... The Briggers. The <laughs> Why do we have to bring it back for the Canadians? Oh, my God. I mean, half Everybody. of Canada is British anyway. Yeah. Well, lump them in, boys. You're not American. You're not... You're not... Okay, let me chill out. I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm please. not. A, I'm not a nationalist guy. So <laughs> I'm not. I promise. Um, so, another thing I wanted to bring up too in this discussion is rappers who get labeled as corny that are not corny. 
at all and have no reason to be called that. Who would you put in that category? Um, an, an, a main culprit is Token. Yeah, I think he just gets called corny because he's it, a white guy. He's a white guy. In that, and that's another thing. A lot of white rappers will automatically get called corny because they're white. Like that, that's it. Like literally, they're a white guy who raps and doesn't make emo rap music, and they're automatically slaughtered. Like just because they're your Eminem wannabe. Eminem, all you're doing is miracle, lyrical, spiritual. Um, another person and. A little bit less. This is more from the. This is a smaller minority of people that call this person corny, but Lil Pete gets called corny a lot, and I I'm, hear it more from people who saying that he's that that he they people think he's fake deep. I don't think I've heard people call him corny, but I wouldn't doubt that that happens. Yeah, um, it's a, as I said, it's a smaller minority of people who call him that, um, and it just stems from the fact that he's. Once again, a white guy who talks about sad shit. He makes but, emo music. But the so. thing about him that makes it makes it authentic is one, you know, he overdosed. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that just so it solidifies he was, it. He and, was living that life. Yeah, and two, you can tell that the music wasn't about. It wasn't the depressing stuff. Just came with him. It wasn't something he was doing for a camera, for a mic, for an audience. That was just him. That was his character. That was him. That was what he did. You know. You can tell that from his music. Yeah. And from his presence and just the way he talked and spoke and everything like that, you could tell. And biographies and documentaries about him. You know all that. Bro, the fucking HBO Max documentary. Pretty fire. It was. Patrick signing off. Alright. We gotta wait for going to bed. Yeah. Um so Lil Peep's up there for another uh, rapper that gets labeled as corny. Um another person who gets labeled as corny that I think honestly doesn't deserve it. And this is gonna be a weird one, but you just gotta hear me out. Is Hobson. Why do I not think Hobson is corny? Because one, he does not lack subtlety like the other people I mentioned earlier. That man can weave and bob a story through metaphors and hyperboles and similes and just his master class and you know lyrical ability. But another thing, too, is he was kind of a lot of his music sh- could be labeled corny but it's hard to say it's corny because it almost seems like it's just him it doesn't seem like it's coming from a place of trying to like almost cater or like be fake it just it just seems that's just how hobson is you know there's no fakeness to it it i genuinely like a lot of the corny shit he said he, be, I think he believes that shit. Like he, he, he fully, you know, when he was dogging, uh, pretty much every rapper and sagging his pants and, you know, doing shit like that. That was just Hobson. Like that just gen, was a genuine is him. It was just him. Um, and 
besides one song, which is the one where he was talking about going to an Asian massage parlor and getting a happy ending. Oh, that's that's bad. It's so bad. It's the worst song he's ever made. Um, besides that, it's it's just not even like like Ill Mind Seven. Do you listen to Hobson? Are you a fan? Uh, I don't. No, not because I don't think he's good or anything. You just, just never peeped like, him like that. Yeah. Well, Ill Mind Seven was about um, if God was real. Like that was the whole thing. He like went out in a desert. What and was a like, weird name to call a track about that. Well, yeah, it was a part of his series called Ill Mind of Hobson. And it was the seventh one. And he was just talking about how all this shitty stuff happens and how could this happen if a God is real. But, you know, it, it was just, it's a crazy thing. And I could only imagine if someone like Tom McDonald or Logic made something like that, how it would be just so, like, just just... Just not that what he did, and you know, for that reason, I think the corny label that he's given a lot of the time just shouldn't apply to him. Well, for one, Logic has written songs sort of in that subject already. I'm sure. Uh. Which we were listening to Dark Place earlier. What would you think about that song? I thought it was fun. Um, that song, I, a lot of uh, one thing I did notice from the three songs I just listened to off the album before we started, all of them sounded like freestyles to me. All of them sound like he just got a pen, got paper, wrote, and rapped. There was no like musical part behind it which is the great thing about rap music because all you need is a lyrics and a beat but and that's not a problem i was just stating that that's well, what they sounded like yeah, to me because on there's a song on this album it's called five hooks and it's called that because in the entire album there's only five hooks on on that album. yeah it's it's cool it's dope i fuck with it it, it fits yeah. it fits him you know especially with the story you told me earlier about him you know and he told about, you know, writing being harder for him because he's catering to an audience. When you're writing a hook, it is literally to hook the but, listener. But yeah, it's like that's why this call, this album is called No Pressure is because like he tried to get he got to a point where he just wrote without putting all that like pressure on him it's a great story it is it is it's a great story so and like there's also you know there's three songs that kind of sort of like touch on the topic that he was talking about okay there's amen there's dark place that I was just talking about and then there's also the one at the near the beginning of the album. Oh, I'm blanking on the name right now. But but that that song is probably the one that like it, it kinda gets touched on the most. So he's he's yep. talking about like 
he he used to be uh, agnostic and or whatever the term is. It's agnostic. Yeah, because that's what I am. So, which I I don't know. I don't think he's ever confirmed whether he actually is Christian now or not. So I've read it, but I haven't read it from him. But like three of these songs kind of imply like all oh, these things happen, and I just kind of wish that like you were there. So I could understand that the reason, like, why they happened to me. Because, you know, if you, you probably do know because you, you've listened to some, you've listened to No Pressure. So he, he yeah. talks about his childhood a lot, you know. Yeah. Like, Logic <clears throat> only grew up with his mom. He grew up with it in Section 8 housing. He later on sold crack. And he, had, he he sold crack to his own dad. That is crazy. That is so sad. Yeah. But I look like I'm crying. I'm actually just tired. So yeah, I yeah. am too. That's why I'm yawning so much. Yeah. Which it's only four <laughs> thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I woke up at nine a.m. to play Fortnite. So. But the the song. I'm gonna just, I'm just get this. So I can look at the oh time. man, you remember what happened when I took down the album? Do you, no, 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 don't t- don't put it back now. What do you mean don't put it back? Don't put it back now. It's too late. It's too hey, late. You sat there with it for like twenty uh-uh. minutes. This nigga dogged me when I. Do y'all remember that? Someone <laughs> needs to roll the clip. Chat, clip that because this this dude, this dude got. He was like, man, you're ruining the aesthetic. Man. You're ru- <laughs> you're ruining the vibe. Man, fuck the vibe. I said it. I don't know the name joke. of this damn song. Anyway, it's him online. He was like, he was talking about, you know, he touches on the the reason why he thinks like people will put the the corny label on him. That's a point that will like relate to the overall topic. Because he was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> saying how if the a message in the rap ruins the art I'm here cuz like that's what he does he puts messages in his songs all the time so it's like if you want to say that that makes me bad or whatever then fuck it I'm going to be bad because this is what I do so um, you know, I feel like we've explored the topic enough and I'm kind of ready to say my closing thing, if you don't mind. Okay. So there was a second half because uh, I didn't talk about the God thing. Oh, oops. Sorry, Which, guys. Honestly, we went on a, I went on a tangent just because yeah, you I said kinda, one song. I kind of forgot what we were even talking about. You were talking about Hops, Hops and talking and, about God. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like. Well, you know, Logic did the same thing because you said if Logic or Tom McDonald did that, it would probably not be the same. Yeah. Um. So, but I recommend hit my line. You should listen to that. I'll check it out. Y'all check it out too. 
Closing statements. Um, and I'm glad you what you brought up last is what made me remember what my closing statement was going to be, which is to be corny does not mean just having a message in your songs. Obviously. Stop saying that people who put messages behind their music are corny. You're corny for saying that. It's fucking music. Music is meant to tell stories. It is meant to display emotions, show feelings. And how the fuck can you do that if you do not have an overarching moral or message to your song? Not saying every song needs one. Not saying every song doesn't need one. I'm saying there's a time and a place for songs like that. You're not playing a Kendrick, well, certain Kendrick songs. You're not playing the heart part five at the club. But you can play Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Just because a song has a message doesn't mean it's corny. But the good thing about Kendrick's music is even though his most all of his music has a message, all of it's like you could still play like like Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe still has a message. But Kendrick wove it into a good sounding song. That's art. So I guess that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. With the whole 1-800 thing. The lack of subtlety thing is that a, a good song. You you wanted it to have the message in it, but also be able to listen to it casually and not just because. Yeah. If you, I feel like, I feel like if you're willing to sacrifice something to get across the message, you're just not a good enough storyteller and not saying logic's not but if you have to make the song sound you know radio radio pop to get across a message to get it to reach as many people as possible you just didn't put the effort in to think of a way to make it that while also keeping the message in there subtly and you know make you know yeah but I don't know. My only point is that sometimes some things don't need subtlety. You there is a time and a place for everything. Agreed. Just like you keep saying, because like, yeah, you don't. Bitches ain't twerking to bitch don't kill my vibe because it's got a message in it. Okay, right. That's what I'm saying. When you when you want to get a wider audience to look at something, it has to be more relatable to the audience but but because if you're saying if you're saying that bitch don't hear my vibe isn't a twerk song then obviously it catered to the wrong, wrong audience because caters to because both it, really, it is that was the point i was trying to make though is that oh okay a good song does a few things or one thing really good a good song so, let's say Rap God. That's a good idea. That's a good example. Rap God, the rapping and the lyrical ability are really good in that song, which makes it good. Okay. Uh, Playboy Cardi's music, the instrumentals and the sounds are really good. Those make good songs. What makes a great slash perfect song is when everything is good. 
everything. Every fucking part is good. Kendrick makes music where every part is good. There is not a bad part. It is, you know, there's the lyrical, there's the metaphors, but there's still the beat that sounds good. And even a casual listener who isn't listening for the lyrics can enjoy the sound. But also on top of that, he's talking about some real shit. Some real, real shit, but you still bumping it. Humble is another example of that, where that was a radio, huge radio hit, but the song was still talking, just like, it was almost a parody of people flexing the fact that they're in the hood. You're still in, you're in the hood, though. Humble yourself, but you're, but you're flexing it, like you're flexing that you came from that. It's a parody of that, almost. That's, and that, and... And for a song to be corny, I feel like it has to sacrifice things greatly, greatly to be hyper-specific and just not a good listening experience. So, But it can be a good listening experience to be corny. But it's also, at the end of the day, it's music. It's subjective. So, you know, whatever you want to think, it's all up to you. You know, it's music, whatever. I just think that a lot of the things that you say about that song being corny, you go back and then contradict yourself by talking about other songs. What do you mean? Well, Okay, you said songs have to do either a few things or one specific thing really good. Yeah. Why do you... Okay. He did one specific thing, but you're still dogging on it. Not really good. <laughs> I mean, it was good. That's why I was saying it was good. Uh, it sounded good. It sounded good. The message was good, I guess. And the message was he did he did the message great. That's why I said it was a good song. It just wasn't. That's why corny songs can be good, too. Corny songs aren't always bad. There's just too much diversity. It is. It's a. Bro- to, it's a. That's why it's a good topic. It's broad. It's very broad. You know. I don't like that. Well, there's no. There's. You got to think about it like this. Music, being as subjective and different as it is, there being so many genres and I so mean, many everybody's people gonna have a that listen to it. Not even just everything. that. Not even just that. It's. It's. Music is ebbing and flowing in the way that it's being enjoyed and listened to day by day you know and nothing it's finite nothing because there is no general consensus on music that's why things like ai and things that can quote unquote make the perfect song based off of algorithms and numbers will never be good because it's not about that it's about the artistry it's about who's behind the mic who's behind the keyboard who's you know voice cracks vocal inflections what fucking random noise they threw in. What dude coughed at the beginning of his song to make it add that a little bit of extra realness to it. <coughs> Was lost. You know that song? What did you just do? It's a TikTok song where he dude coughs at the beginning and goes. <coughs> it's a TikTok song. No, I don't think so. Can I play it for the audience? But I know a lot of people... A lot of rappers like to put a lighter and some coffin at the beginning of their songs. 
Because we're smoking marijuana. Actually, I'm not anymore. I don't. Corny. Yo, mama. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, that's pretty much that's pretty much all we had to say. I think we had a great discussion. Um, thank you guys so much for listening slash watching um, slash doing your work while you're listening. Um, yeah. yeah, get back to work. You should My get your earbuds out your ear. <laughs> get back to work. My closing statements would just be that I think corny is too broad of a term and i hate it that's fair fair i agree i agree it is a stupid it's stupid but i'm gonna still use it though (laughs) to this day to this day anyway guys we love you so much and thank you guys so much for watching the i don't know podcast um i'm your host with the most jordan ford here are my co-host and co-worker joshua eubanks and we'll follow see y'all us. when we see you. Yeah, and follow us on our social medias. Yep. He be forgetting to plug them. We got a link tree, okay? We do. So I don't have to say all the different social media names. We're going to drop it's it. Linktr.ee slash I don't know pod. Bruh. That's it. Bruh forgot the link tree. Shut up, bro. Bro, forget because everything is everything we have is different. It's it hard, is. It's yeah. Hard to keep it is. Them. Anyways, guys, see you guys in the next one. Deuces. Peace.